Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now, first at four. And first at four, starting with another day of first alerts with problems related to strong winds whipping across much of the state. You're looking at a large tree in Makawao, Maui that toppled onto power lines on Olinda Road. That area is now closed. Now, a wind advisory was in effect for Maui County and portions of the Big Island, but that was dropped moments ago. Uh, wind speeds on Oahu may be dropping a bit, but there's still some pretty strong gusts out there. Take a look at what happened at the state capitol earlier this morning. It appears the blustery conditions caused the temporary plywood wall around the building to collapse. And up at Mauna Kea, still a winter wonderland with several inches of snow at the summit and at one point also as low as the visitor center. That's roughly around 9,000 feet. The entire access road was closed for a time, but it is now open only to the visitor center. The forecast calls for more fog, ice and flurries. We're getting everything this winter. Let's turn now to our first alert. Chief meteorologist Jennifer Robbins for the latest updates on the forecast. Jen. A little bit of everything is just right. We are seeing even thunderstorms in the forecast, at least for Hawaii Island. For the rest of us, those blustery winds are coming down by a notch, but still very breezy. And tonight into tomorrow will be a transition period to seeing those winds slow down, but still we're going to have some gusty conditions out there. We're talking about in the 30s and 40s in some spots, the strongest of the winds still over Hawaii Island. And notice some lightning strikes near Mauna Loa, and we've been seeing numerous showers march over volcano. They've been seeing day after day of rain within the last two and a half weeks and seeing that along Hilo and then you see windward Maui getting a lot of rain as well. But lightning strikes continue to pop up across the eastern end of the state. Some heavy rain over the West Maui Mountains. Let's drive on through to Hana. You can see how wet it is. That's about half an inch per hour. Just north of Molokai, that's actually a wind return, but still seeing some heavy showers. We will be seeing some heavy pockets on Maui up to one to two inches per hour. So be careful. Roadways can be slick at times, especially over those um, windward neighborhoods at times drifting over to the leeward side. And then you see some of the showers making its way all the way to Hanalei. We are tracking some changes over the weekend. I'll take a closer <coughs> look at that coming up shortly. But let's first take a look at first alert traffic. And a good afternoon to you. We have some breaking news coming into our Hawaii news network of uh, newsroom tonight. We want to show you some pictures right now. This is what just occurred within the last hour. Two Honolulu police officers were injured while they were actually working and helping to block traffic while FSP was helping a disabled vehicle. While they were at work, a cab driver just backed right into them and slammed into their vehicle. So we're told these two police officers have been taken to the hospital. They were injured. We'll give you more details. But again, that is happening right by the H1 westbound airport off ramp this afternoon. Now getting into other traffic uh, scenarios for you today, I want to show you um, another highlight that you should be aware of this afternoon. It's the fact that the uh, one of the major thoroughfares that it goes into the Lique Lique, you can see the icon right there with the blocked road. The traffic lights are down, so be aware of that as you get into Lique Lique Highway. It's uh, going to be some of us slow down this afternoon. Mark, to you. Thank you very much, Jonathan. 
The state's working to fix a malfunction with the baggage system at Honolulu's airport. Our Eddie Dowd is live at Terminal 2 to explain. Eddie. Well, Mark, if you're checking in your bag, you'll take it to one of these check-in areas, depending on which airline you have. But this morning, uh, eight conveyor belts at Terminal 2 shut down, and that meant crews had to transport thousands of bags by hand instead of using these conveyor belts to take it to TSA. Now, an airport official tells us the baggage system is fairly new and has been running for about eight months. We are told staff were doing a systems check that required them to shut down the belts. When they tried to turn them back on, they wouldn't start. Crews had to troubleshoot each belt starting at 4 a.m. We are told seven out of those eight conveyor belts are now working again. Now, we talked to one traveler who told us she's luggage. glad it's being restored because she would not want to risk her bag not making it to her flight. Because I like my stuff, you know, as I said, I like my stuff. I, want, I don't want to miss anything from my luggage. And I, I think so, as a woman, I, you know, the, we need some stuff that we needed. Now, an airport official told us no flights were delayed because of the baggage system failure. We are waiting to hear from the airlines if any bags missed their flights because of it. Airport officials tell us they will investigate what caused those belts to not turn back on after that systems check. And like we told you, seven out of those eight conveyor belts are now back up and running here at Terminal 2. So what's happening with this one conveyor belt here that's not working is they're taking the bags and manually moving them right down here to the conveyor belt that is working. That will take it to TSA for screening. So things are improving, but not fully out the woods yet. Reporting live at the Daniel K. Inouye International Airport, Eddie Dowd, Hawaii News Now. Thank you, Eddie. Now to a major development in a murder trial that's caught the attention of people nationwide. In the last two hours, jurors in South Carolina convicted Alex Murdoch of killing his wife and son. The jurors deliberated for less than three hours before announcing their decision. Murdoch showed no emotion in court. His lawyer immediately motioned for a mistrial. Court um, found that the evidence was sufficient for the jury to find the defendant guilty. The jury has now considered the evidence um, for a significant period of time, and um, the evidence of guilt is overwhelming, and uh, I deny the motion. Murdaugh had pleaded not guilty, though he admitted lying about his alibi and to an array of financial crimes and confessions that dented his credibility with the jury. He now faces 30 years to life in prison without parole when he is sentenced. He also faces about 100 other charges ranging from theft to insurance fraud. Back here at home, a system to allow legal cultivation, sale and use of recreational marijuana has been approved by two key committees in the Hawaii Senate. The plan would allow small farms up to 5,000 square feet to supply recreational users with cannabis products. The farms would be licensed and independently tested and regulated by a state cannabis authority. The bill is expected to be approved by the Senate next week and sent to the House, where leaders are opposed to passage this year. And a group of midwives who staged a two-day sit-in at the state capitol have been denied a hearing on a bill that would extend their practices. The unlicensed midwives have been free to operate while the state worked on a way to credential and license them. The birth attendants were frustrated that Finance Committee Chair Kyle Yamashita refused to hold a hearing or explain why. Today, the House Speaker said there was strong opposition to allowing unlicensed midwives to assist childbirth without doctors.
And I think that raised a lot of concerns, especially within the medical community and OBGYNs who are concerned about the ramifications of that. The midwives say they are well trained in traditional methods, know when medical care is needed, and say it's the mother's right to decide who should assist in childbirth. It's unclear if the state will take any actions against them, even without the law's protection. The students and staff of a central Oahu charter school at risk of closing took their voices to the Board of Education today. Dylan Anchetta joins us with more on their goal. Dylan. Yeah, Mark, Kamalani Elementary lost their contract after the state's Public Charter School Commission voted late last month not to renew it. Now, today's rally was their way of saying that decision was unfair and there are broader issues within the commission. The board didn't address the issue of Kamalani Academy's contract directly. Instead, today's meeting was intended to take a look at a recent commission performance evaluation. That evaluation found several areas for improvement, including the commission's strategic vision, organizational goals, and budgeting. Kamalani's principal says the issues are widespread in the commission and ultimately have an impact on the students. And I think it's important that the commissioners making such a big decision about our students and their school, that they see that these kids, they're affecting them. And this 160 kids will not have a place next year just because the adults can't get their things together. It's not a student issue, it's an adult issue. Kamalani Academy hoped their presence at the BOE meeting would send a message that change is needed to protect charter school education. The commission formed a work plan, which is their first step forward to meeting the board's expectations. They say this is a valuable opportunity to work with the BOE and better operations going forward. Meanwhile, Kamalani School says they've received the official notice about their contract yesterday and they do plan to appeal that decision. And that appeal will eventually make its way to BOE members. Dylan Anchetta, Hawaii News Now. Mahalo, Dylan. Well, the schedule is set and finalized for the UH football team where the Bows are kicking off the year and the big-time opponents on the docket. How's it, Howard? Hey, Mark, I'll give you a look at complete February arrivals and a sales report for Macy's. The Dow gained 341 today. Oil is $78 a barrel. You're getting your news first at 4, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. A new study shows sleeping too much may make you more vulnerable to infection. Michael George explains the insights. Sleeping too little or too much may lead to health issues. Researchers at the University of Bergen found people who slept less than six hours a night were 27% more likely to report infections. But patients who slept more than nine hours a night were 44% more likely to get sick. Employees who get more paid sick leave get cancer screenings more often. A study by Tulane University showed breast cancer screenings went up 4% and colorectal cancer screenings went up 6 to 8% in areas with paid sick leave mandates. The U.S. is the only wealthy nation in the world to not have federally mandated paid sick leave. And a new alcohol avoidance program in South Dakota is showing early signs of success. The 24-7 sobriety program requires repeat offenders of alcohol-related crimes to get frequent alcohol testing. Those who test positive or miss a test may face one to two days in jail. The Rand Corporation says participants had a 50% lower risk of dying while they were in the program. Those are some of the day's top health stories. Michael George, Hawaii News Now. 
Well, February pulled almost even with pre-COVID 2019, 792,000 arrivals by air. Our Dykus has more. Our. Mark, basically what happened was a fifth more mainlanders offset two-thirds fewer Japanese. Other international still lags too, but not that much. On the domestic side, Kauai was up the least 8%, while Oahu was up 25% compared again to 2019 before the pandemic. The Board of Water Supply gets good bond ratings. Fitch upgrades to AAA. S&P renews AAA for a third year. Higher ratings, lower rates, saves the city millions. Island Holdings changes its name to Tradewind Group. It owns Tradewind Capital and also Island Insurance, Atlas Insurance, Pyramid Insurance, and the technology company Paxa. Macy's reports a better Christmas quarter than expected, more than half a billion profit on over eight billion in sales. Macy's says it does expect sales to be slower and lower this year. Mark, back to you. Sounds good, Howard. Thank you very much. More news ahead, but first look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. The giant golf ball is back in waters off Oahu's South Shore. Annalisa Burgos takes us inside and explains its importance to U.S. military technology. Police tape blocked off areas near Honolulu Hale and the Kalani Moku building this morning. What officers were investigating. And after a long pandemic hiatus, the Honolulu Festival is back in town. What's in store for this year's event at 4.30? As we head to break, a reminder, sunrise is now on the weekends. Catch our morning news on K5 and streaming on all of our digital platforms from 7 to 9 a.m. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. Your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And HMAA, we're passionate about your health. Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.